Hey everyone, I'm Toby. And I'm Holly. And welcome to Abroad Oida, a study abroad podcast hosted by IES Abroad Vienna. IES Abroad sends thousands of students all over the world to live out their study abroad hopes and dreams, and we here in Vienna are one of the cities that receives some of these wonderful people year-round. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to Abroad Oida, and this is our second episode of our student Plauderstunde. We're visiting again with Moses, who has graciously said that he'll sit down with us again. And so Moses, you want to say hey? <laughs> what's up, what's up? You know, happy to be back. Thank you for inviting me. I know you guys are super, super busy, so I'm glad that I could fit in you guys' schedule and take the time to do this. I'm excited. It's going to be great. Amazing. We're so excited to have you here. And we're hoping that today's episode will be uh, not only really interesting for us to hear from you, but we're hoping that people who are listening, be it prospective students, mm -hmm. students who are here currently in this, uh, who are in this program and are thinking about uh, what is it going to be like on that return journey? Like you're coming to us uh, after having studied here for almost four months and you, along with all of your other peers, might be wondering, you know, okay, what is it going to be like when I get back to the States? And um When I studied abroad, a question that I was asked over and over again when I got back was, when I went back to the States was, so how was it? And that's just a huge, overwhelming question. Like, where do you even start with yeah. that? How was your study abroad experience? Where, do you start at day one? Do you, you, do you refer back to this time in Italy? So in preparing for this interview with you, I went and looked at, you know, what, what kinds of questions does a, should a person ask a student who is about to embark on that return journey. And uh, I actually stumbled across a blog written by IES Abroad on the website. And the title is something like 68 Better Questions to Ask a Study Abroad Student Other Than How Was Your Study Abroad Experience. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I've pulled uh, a few questions from that blog post. And for those of you listening, I couldn't recommend... Uh, this article more for you to go and read through. So if you have a child who is maybe on the program or you yourself are on the program and you'd like to give your friends and family some suggestions of questions that they can ask you, I would definitely check this out because this is where we pulled the questions from for Moses and it could be really helpful for kind of easing that transition back, mm -hmm. back to the States. And we're just going to link that uh, article in our show notes of this episode so everyone can find it easily. Yeah. Um, but I would say let's just jump right into it. Alrighty then, let's go. And um, we're just going to hit you with some Questions? Hard Round questions. of questions. <laughs> Shout out to the hoes, you know, doing that <laughs> research, doing that thing. I'm excited. Okay. All right. So I will start with the question, what were you excited about and or nervous about before you left that you're a pro at now? Um, I think I'm super excited or I'm a pro at like navigating the U-Bahn or the train station. Mm -hmm. Because when I first got here, I remember we was like, oh yeah, just just meet at the train station at this time. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I'm like, mm, well, which one? You know, there's like a lot of names <laughs> going color? on. Which color? Which color? And then like, <laughs> they're all in, in German. So I was like, I, yeah. don't, I don't know how to navigate it. So then I remember we went as a group and then we got there and I was like, oh, okay. 
And then we were like, oh, we're here. And I was like, oh, well, I necessarily wasn't paying attention to the names. Yeah. And this is when I, this is the first week and we didn't even start classes, German classes yet. So I was confused between the difference between like Sweden's Platz and Stefan's Platz. And I was like, they're the same. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. And then I finally like had to pay attention. And then I had to like take the risk of going by myself, which was so scary. Like looking back on it now, I was like, there's no reason to be scared. But like, mm -hmm. I was nervous because I was like, what if I end up at the wrong area? Like, what if this, this, this happens? But like, I think I'm a pro now. I know how to get from the red to the orange to the green. I know how to navigate the purple. Nice. I've been on the brown, you know. Yeah. I've been on almost all the train stations or all the lines. And so I feel like I'm a pro at that now. But looking back on it, I was, whew, I was like the biggest fear of mine. I, I didn't know what to do. And then granted, like, I think it was like the third week of or not third like the second week it was like one of the first trips that we went on mm -hmm. and i was late I, I everybody was on the bus and i had i had people call me it was like yo where are you like you need to get here now and <laughs> this is the first time i had to go to schoenbrum and i'm already in protestern so i'm just like i don't know in my I'm head navigating the system no, exactly. that's where i am <laughs> I, I was so confused in my head i was like they wouldn't make us take the train like second week. It's probably like a parking lot or something that's like <laughs> a 10 minute walk. And then I'm checking GPS. I'm like, oh, it's oh, a 30 minute no. train ride. Uh -huh. And I need to be there in like 10 minutes. So oh. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> and so I felt so bad. And that's when I was like, you know what? Time management is going to be super important. So like, I feel like I'm a pro at that. I was nervous at first. I'm really good at it now. Um, so yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's, you know, personal growth, character development at its finest. Yes. So yes, <clears throat> good to hear. Much much better at navigating the train station. <laughs> so yeah. All right, <laughs> that's really interesting, and I feel like mm -hmm. that a lot of students could be scared about that before they get here. Yeah. But we have to. I think um, the Vienna is a great city to learn. In Definitely terms of public, mm -hmm. public transport. It's not so. too overwhelming either. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, we're going to switch gears now and go into academics. Uh, my question, my next question is, how were classes or how are classes different from your classes in the U.S.? I really like here that I don't really, that I never experienced at, in my school is the amount of like excursions and, and guest lectures that mm. are able to come speak, which I enjoy a lot. Um, specifically in my circular economy class, we've been to different places to meet guest speakers or we've had guest speakers come here to talk about not just the class itself, but also talk about the profession they're in and how it relates to the class. And just it's very it's really cool to see um, different aspects of a topic as people share their perspectives and their love and their passion for their career and how it relates to a specific problem. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's really cool. Um, that I don't really have a, I don't even think we've had a guest speaker, guest speaker at my class. Hmm. We've definitely had guest lecturers who would just come and you can just, it's not a part of the class. It's kind of like, hey, we recommend it. We would love for you to, you know, come see the speaker speak. But like in a class, I thought that was really cool. And then I love the excursions we go on because not only am I exploring Vienna, we're relating it back to class and we mm -hmm. have to figure out those differences and how does what we're talking about relate to this excursion and what is it trying to show us and what are we trying to experience here, which I also think is really cool. Like, I don't want to sit in the classroom every week for three hours a day, just, oh, okay, sure. listen to you speak, take notes. 
but like mm-hmm. I actually get to go and experience and learn mm-hmm. and walk mm-hmm. and maneuver and talk and mm-hmm. it's really really cool. Make you know? it real. No, make, make it, it real. applicable. Add mm-hmm. like add the schoolwork and the school knowledge and everything like that and apply it to real world situations and mm-hmm. kind of see how that works, which I, I love. You know, that's one thing I will miss about Vienna. I would love taking less classes instead of five, but nah, that's what? okay. That's okay. That's okay. But I'm a, I, yeah, I really like it here in terms of classes. Yeah. All right. Mm. That's very interesting. Plus, I met some cool people, met some really cool people from different areas, from different parts of everywhere. Yeah. And, and being different classes and making new friends. And I don't know. I think it's really cool because you kind of like, you're in, still in college, you're still in school, but you're meeting like another group of people who have similar interests in you and mm-hmm. various facets from either music to business or, or education or whatever it may be. You just create friends in Vienna because it's like, hey, we're here together. So like, let's figure something out, which mm-hmm. is really, really cool. Nice, just going nice. through all of that together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Navigating the train together. Yes. Yep. The, the figurative academic one as well. Yeah, of course. <laughs> hearing. Um, well, so you mentioned German. Do you have any advice for students who are about to be part of the Vienna program and will be immersed in the German language? Yeah. Do you have any advice for for them how to do that, how to handle it? Yeah, just um, take your time. Be patient with it. <laughs> Um, my goal, my thing is if you can naturally go to a store or a restaurant and completely communicate in German, you've made it Mm -hmm. like you've, you've done the bare minimum that can help you in so many different situations. Uh, the reason I say that is because I still can't do that. I go to a restaurant and I'll read the menu and I just be like, um, bitter. And I just point and I just be like, this is, this is what I would like. Um, because I'm just too nervous, too scared to just speak in German. Because I think one thing that I have to get over is the first time I tried to speak it when I was like very new and trying to adapt and, you know, kind of learn, I was like, uh, blah, 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 blah. And he looked at me and was like, huh? And I was like, yeah, mm. we're not going to do that again. I'm not going to embarrass myself. So I'm going to just <laughs> say it in English mm-hmm. and I'm going to just, you can't understand, I'm going to point, you know, it's going to work. So once you get over that hump, just be patient with yourself because it takes time. Great. All right, so we're going to switch topics again. And uh, the next question from my side was, what new foods did you try, if you tried any new foods? So, of course, I tried schnitzel schnitzel, mm, schnitzel for the first time. And it was really good. You know, I was very right? surprised. I was really good. Um, I think almost all the foods I've tried are new because the, the way um, it is cooked and the amount of like ingredients that like preservatives and stuff that are like banned and aren't used in the foods that are in the states mm, are different. That's a good so, like, point. So like a lot of, like I remember going to the McDonald's the first time and I was like, "Wow, these fries are really different." And like there wasn't like a bad thing. It was like it just feels more like healthy. Like I'm eating these french fries. I don't feel like I'm tired. I feel as if wow, it was like a good snack. So or McDonald's like, is healthy here. Yeah, is what I basically, hear you saying. that's okay, perfect. Right. <laughs> that's a perfect way to put it. McDonald's is like necessarily healthy, at least here. Um, I think the culture around McDonald's is a much more. I don't know. I feel like I appreciate it much more here. Like you can, it's much more like you go to McDonald's for like a drink, but like like coffee and stuff, and mm-hmm. like you get like a croissant. It's I love McDonald's in in Europe. It's it's beautiful. So 
Vienna is in the center of Europe. It's very easy for you to go to different places. Beautiful. Is there, could you name a favorite place that you traveled to? Yes. My, my favorite place I traveled to was Zurich, Switzerland. Mm-hmm. I think Switzerland is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, I, I still can't believe that I went there and it didn't feel real while I was there. Looking at the mountains, looking at the lakes, looking at the water, looking like the different like houses that were there. And like <sighs> the only thing that Switzerland is that I don't like is it's expensive. Like, like oh, yeah, like really expensive. Like, yeah. Like you're a college student and you're looking at these prices. And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Like, this is bad. <laughs> right. But it was I don't know. I still think about it. And I still remember like taking pictures, like being that close to the mountains and just thinking about it and just. I don't know. It, I didn't feel real. Like mm-hmm. to this day, I think about it and I'm like, wow, like I really need to go back. Mm-hmm. But when I go back to Switzerland, I'm going to have like a lot of money. And like, <laughs> so I can be like, oh, yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like I have money and I'm like, oh, okay. I have like some spending room and I can do some things. But like, yeah. But I, I don't know. That that was one of my favorite places, if not my favorite place that I've been to here in Europe. There's a lot of beautiful places in Europe that I haven't been able to go to that I still want to go to. Yeah. But like, yeah. Next time. Next I completely time. feel you on the Switzerland thing. I was in Lucerne, Switzerland mm-hmm. when I had this just, I was standing there looking at the lake and just, that was the, I think I said this in one of our, and maybe our very first episode of having this realization that I might be living in the wrong place, that yeah. living in the States was maybe not where I was supposed to be and feeling mm-hmm. this deep calling to be in Europe. And it happened in Switzerland. Really? Yeah. And so Switzerland has a holds a very special place in my heart. Yeah. It's like that was where it all changed for me. So I love that you're here saying, man, I'm just thinking about Switzerland yeah. all the time. It didn't seem real. It mm-hmm. was incredible. Switzerland felt magical in a sense. Oh, yeah. Because you were there and you're like, and it felt like that. It was like, mm-hmm. wow, like, I can't believe it. So, yeah. Awesome. Good to hear. That's amazing. So we've talked a little bit about going out and about and stuff and then your time in Vienna. If we can transition to a little bit more of the mundane and the way of what was it like living here? What was your housing situation like? What was getting up, going to bed, getting yeah. ready for the day? What's that like here? Um, So I had the pleasure to... um live in the social hub, which is in the second district of Vienna. And I love the social hub. The, there was, I feel like that like added so much to my experience here in Vienna because at the end of the day, that's where I went to. Like I, where my bed and where I lived was in the social hub, had my own bed, had a bathroom, had a very beautiful like room and could have gave myself situated. And the beautiful thing about the social hub, it's, it's in the name. It's a social place. So you can meet different people who are from either studying abroad or who are just traveling um, ex- from everywhere. I've met somebody who was from Munich. I met somebody who was from Prague. I met somebody who was visiting from India, like a, a bunch of different places. And they just all come here. And granted, I met them all in the laundry room. And, we, you know, we had our ups and downs there. But it was just good. To Wait, just... what does that mean? Okay. Where do you have your ups and downs in the so... laundry room? <laughs> So like the, la- the laundry system in the social hub is very interesting, right? So 
sometimes the machines would work. Sometimes the machines wouldn't work. I or see. sometimes there was space and sometimes there wasn't space. So then, like, I feel like that was one thing you can bond over was the fact that the, la- the laundry room was just not the most efficient place. Laundry hardships. Yeah, laundry hardships. Mm-hmm. So then you would just be like, oh, you're using that. And I was like, yeah. And then you just break out into conversation. You're like, oh, my gosh, that's really cool. And like, oh, I was there. And you just kind of bond and talk about this. And they're like they're inviting you to drinks at a some at a different part of the the social hub and you're just there and I don't know it's really cool and then the social hub itself is super inviting mm-hmm. like it's it, it's a place for people there so like there's people who live there and some people who don't live there who just invite their friends and you go downstairs and they have games you can play and then there's like a quiet area where you can do your work and then like there's like different like secret places in the social hub that you can kind of navigate with friends or you can kind of work with your friends or you can kind of just chill be by yourself and then mm-hmm. they have like a restaurant where you can eat your food or you go to a bar like it's like i don't know it's like the premium hotel for dorms mm-hmm. it's the <laughs> that's it, a good way to put it yeah it, it, it was has beautiful. a little bit of everything it really does yeah. and it was enjoyable they had like a bike system if you wanted to run out a bike Great. um yeah. uh, they have like a basketball court a park if you want to go to a park and swing i don't know it was a perfect place to live i, I enjoyed it and i love the bed oh, oh i love the bed that's one thing i will miss <laughs> is the bed I love Mr. Social Hub and I miss Vienna and everything it has to offer. But like I remember, especially it's as a college student, though. you could just go home. You don't have a you don't have a twin size bed. You have a queen size. Got a for real bed. A good bed. Uh-huh. You can like spread out and still have space. Like that was beautiful. <laughs> like I love that so much. Okay. Uh, another question for you, Moses, that we thought about could be very interesting to hear about is what did you learn about your own culture by living in another one? Um, I think learning a different culture helps you kind of understand the type of culture you live in. So like being in the States compared to being in Europe are totally different. Like I feel like Vienna to me is a place where like it's not just a home, but you can also like grow and do a lot of things here. A lot of things here. Like this is like a central place for everything. And I feel like in the States depending on where you are differs from what you can do. Like I mm-hmm. wouldn't go to a rural area to be like, I don't know, super big or anything like that. I would go to like a different state. So like I'll go to New York or go to Florida or California to do something big because there's a, a larger population here. But I feel like Vienna, it's like the, the perfect mix of both worlds, especially being like the center of Europe at that. And I don't know, Vienna to me is the closest thing I found to like a, a perfect place quote-unquote like there's a lot of aspects here that are just super enjoyable like there hasn't been anything in vienna that i just can genuinely say i hate like mm-hmm. everything about it i love <laughs> or really like or it's enjoyable you know um super like super accessible um super convenient and just a great place i've from all the viennese people i've met that live here love vienna or like they have their small complaints, but it's just like, yeah, I like walk like five minutes, and I was like, okay, that's that's nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I feel like culture wise, my job here was to figure out or not figure out, but learn and understand another's culture. Okay. And being able to experience that has has been beautiful. Been been really grateful for that. Well, do you on that note? Do you feel like when you go back, that you have changed at all? Do you feel like you're returning as a little bit of a different Moses? Of course. 
Of course. I I feel like if I haven't grown or changed in, in, in any way, then I wasn't doing myself due diligence. Mm. Um, I think one thing that I will try to do a little bit more, which I'm still trying to adapt, is like enjoy the moment. Because I've been in restaurants where I, I see a couple or I see a group of people and I walk in, I eat. It's been like 20 minutes and they're still there mm-hmm. enjoying, relaxing. And I'm like, hmm. Maybe I am moving like a little too fast. You know, Mm. maybe it's time for me to kind of just, if I have the time, just sit down and enjoy it and just kind of like talk with my friends, be immersed with my friends, or if I'm by myself, just enjoy the fact that I have like alone time. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one thing I'm going to appreciate more. And I liked what you said at the beginning of if I hadn't, if I was going back to the States, not changed, then I hadn't, then I didn't do my due diligence while studying abroad and yeah. I just I think we're everyone at IES is of this pretty deeply held belief that uh, if you're not going back to the states without having some sort of tectonic shift, yeah, uh, within you, if that hasn't happened, like what were you doing? What here? what were what were you up to? Yeah. You know, and because like, we all want that so much exactly. for you, and I love that that sounds like it happened for you. That there has been a shift. There have been changes and there has been growth so that's yeah thank you for sharing all of that plus i knew like as soon as um fall break ended we were traveling me and my friends were traveling it's like many different places i definitely was like halfway throughout the trip was like mm, i really miss vienna right now mm. <laughs> i miss being like my second home and stuff like that and then when we got back, of course i enjoyed the trip beautiful trip loved all the places we went to and but as soon as I got back, me and my friends just had the biggest smile on our faces. We were like, "Oh, <sighs> we're finally home!" Uh-huh. I was calling my mom. I was like, "Yeah, I finally got home. I'm so happy. All the restaurants that I haven't tried in, in like in a, a week, I could try again. Like <laughs> I've already like adapted and acquired a place here." Like mm-hmm. she was like, "You mean you mean in the states?" I was like, "No, I mean in Vienna. Like <laughs> yes. I, I've been in Vienna." So yeah. And um, isn't it so cool? You like you have reached a point where you come back to Vienna. And the and you're excited to hear German again. <laughs> and you're like, thank I, yeah. goodness. I probably will get to that point. Like one one day when I, you know, visit IES and come back to Vienna, I'm just like, oh, wow, mm. hearing German words that I don't understand, but like, but it's familiar. It's familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling my friends were like, will you like speak German when you go back to the states? I was like, yeah. The simple words that I do say, like in Schulagon and Bitte and all mm-hmm. the other words, yeah, I'm gonna just randomly say it. And they're like, what did you say? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just, just go with just it. Just go with just it. Just accept it. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. But I'm going to miss it. All right. Well, that's, that's really good to hear what you have to say here about the, your experience. And I can say from experience from other students that I think that moment when you traveled throughout Europe and you come back to Vienna and it feels so familiar, I think yeah. that's when you know, okay. Mm-hmm. This is my place. This is my place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel so comfortable here in Vienna too. There hasn't been a time where I was like, what am I doing? It was more of like, hmm, okay, we'll just keep walking, yeah, figure it out. Just keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's been great. Mm-hmm. Love it here. I love that. Yeah. We're, we're uh, chatting away here and we kind of want to wrap it up again. I would say I have another question here for you, Moses. Perfect. How would you describe study abroad in five words? That's a tough one. Five. Uh, Doesn't have to be five, but in a sentence. Nah, I still <laughs> stick to your parameters. <laughs> so I would say amazing. Uh, forever. 
love, uh, exploration, and achievement. Achievement. Boom. Yeah. I because can, you're walking away with a sense of achievement or? I achieved the fact that I went to a different country. Mm-hmm. I've went to a different country, experienced a different country, immersed in a different country, and can comfortably like come back in a sense of like, ah, this is like another home for me. You know, like I feel like when you're, at least in the States, you grow up in, grow up in a state, you grow up in one state, right? For like most of your life, unless, you know, you're moving around. I grew up in Maryland, right? My whole life. That's my home. Like, not the United States. Maryland mm-hmm. is my home. Mm-hmm. Now, when I go to school, I can be like, okay, this is my school, right? But I can come to Vienna and say, like, this is, like, my second home. And the fact that my second home is in Europe is amazing in itself. Like, that's it's a, pretty, so, cool. It's pretty cool, right? But now, like, I can be like, yeah, like, if I had to go to a different place, I'll go to Vienna. Mm-hmm. Where is that? Oh, you don't know about Vienna? Let me tell you, you know? Just like how it is in Maryland, when I tell to a lot of people in in Europe, when I ask them like, "Have you heard of Maryland?" A lot of them haven't. A lot of them have, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of explain it, and that's also really cool to kind of talk about my hometown. So like now I can talk about Europe, my my Austrian home in Vienna. So that's yeah. that's beautiful. That's mm-hmm. that's one thing I. Those are my five words, you know. Those, those are some amazing. pretty great five words. I appreciate it. I really had to think without saying like a phrase or like two words try to like <laughs> narrow good. it down you know really get the brain moving figure out what i need to do to explain my experience yeah so yeah well if you are thinking about vienna you've heard it straight from moses come to vienna it's beautiful vienna is amazing forever amazing forever love, love exploration exploration achievement, achievement. yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think it's great that. you oh, get yeah. you get like Especially if you want to do multiple things here, because I'm doing business and music. So, like, if you want to do multiple things or experience multiple things or do multiple things, like, I think Vienna's perfect for that. To just try to, like, test the waters and see what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Moses, for sitting (gasps) down with us again. Oh, I'm going to miss you guys. We're going to miss you. What are we going to do? Best podcast host ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, we really appreciate it. <laughs> they don't need to know that part. Not that, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, thank you, big thank you from my side for sharing all these experiences mm. and launching this uh, series of uh, student plaudersstunden. Yeah, you're the first. You're the first of what we hope woo, to be woo, many. Yeah. Hopefully, a lot of people do it. Just to, I don't know. I feel like it's good to kind of talk about your experiences from like a perspective of wow, I did do that, right? And you kind of just have to like rethink about everything you've done. Because if I didn't do this podcast, I feel as if it wouldn't be until I've left that I was like, wow, I did do this. Or I did travel here or I did experience this or I did saw, see this, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't, this yeah. podcast makes me break down and really think about like what I've done. And yeah. I encourage a future students to continue it because it's gonna be really fun. Yeah. It's really great. We are we're apparently serving a greater purpose, Toby. You are. It looks like it. Yeah. <laughs> so Moses, we wish you a great last two weeks mm-hmm. in this program. Elon Donk. And make the best out of it as you've done in the past weeks. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, and all yeah, the best for you your again. transition back to the city. <sighs> yeah, not ready, but I have to be. So. 
And there's always a chance to come back mm -hmm. here. I would love to. Of course, I would love to. First thing I got to do, visit IES in Vienna. No, oh, absolutely. And say, what's up? <laughs> Please do. Well, thank you, Moses. Auf thank Wiedersehen. You so much. Auf Wiederhören. Tschüss. Bye-bye. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe to our channel. And if you're interested in learning more about studying abroad with IES, you can visit the IES Abroad website and Instagram account by clicking on the links provided on our About page. Special thanks to Dieter Strober for editing and to Gabriel Fernandez for creating and playing our wonderful jingle. That's it from us and we'll see you next time.